Hi, everyone. My name is Yosef Siegel, and welcome to the AMM Torah Podcast. Before we get to this week's podcast, I just want to uh, make a few announcements. First of all, with Pesach coming up on Monday night, I decided to bypass a Dvar Torah uh, for this week's Parsha, Parsha Tzav, and instead put out a Dvar Torah for Pesach. If you want to get a Dvar Torah for Parsha Tzav, uh, you can either click on the link on the bottom of the newsletter, or you could visit the blog and click on the link there. You can get the previous six years' worth of Divrei Torah and Parsha Tzav. Uh, the second thing is, in terms of our schedule for Pesach, um, I will not be putting out another Dvar Torah uh, on the Parsha until after Yantiv. I'm hoping that over Cholamoid, hopefully for Shabbos Cholamoid, or sometime before the end of Yantiv, I'll be able to premiere the Nation's Wisdom podcast. Uh, which will be on the same, for now, is going to be on the same uh, podcast feed and will come to you in the email newsletter as well. But uh, please stay tuned for that. I am not going to give out too many details at this point. Um, but uh, when it's all put together and being sent out, uh, all the details will be provided uh, to you then. So uh, that's all for now. And here's this week's Devar Torah. So one of the highlights of the Seder for many people is, of course, the song of Dayenu, which contains 14 stanzas, each one starting with, a, with an event that Hashem did for us, uh, starting from our time in Mitzrayim until we got into Artisrael. It ends off with the building of the Basin Migdash, which was officially the end of the Gullus Mitzrayim. And after we list each act, we say that each act by itself would have been enough, Dayenu would have been enough to do that. Anything more than that would not have been necessary. And then there's actually a second paragraph after the song which relists every single one of the 14 events that are mentioned in the in the song of Dayenu, showing us that uh, the fact that Hashem actually did end up doing each thing um, is a show of his great uh, kindness towards us. Now, the song is great, everyone loves it, but the format is very strange. Again, we're taking each event by itself, saying that we would have been satisfied just with that event. And then we continue and say that anything else would not have been necessary. Diana would have been enough. But then we go and we list the very next event. The same thing that we just said we didn't need. We come and we say, oh, that would have been enough. And the next one is the one that we didn't need. And we go through the whole song. This is the whole thing. That we're saying that we don't need something. And then all of a sudden we say, no, the next thing is not what we needed. And then the very next paragraph, to add even more to this, the next paragraph relists the same exact 15 events, 14 events, and adds the fact that Hashem doing each one, each additional act, shows us how much we owe Him, how much we need to thank Him. So the second paragraph, first of all, sort of cancels out the paragraph of Dayenu, and second of all, it's much more straightforward and much more productive. You know, if we're going to talk about everything that Hashem did for us, why do we need to say, why do we need to go in this roundabout way and say that, oh, this was what we needed, but anything more would have was not necessary. And then again, we say the thing that's more, and but all of a sudden it's just changed into something necessary. Just use the format of the second paragraph, which is listing each additional thing and saying that. Uh, that each thing adds on to another, and that it's all incredible, and we need to thank Hashem for each and every thing. What, what do we gain from the format of Dayenu? Because again, it, it doesn't seem necessary to say it like that. It, it just seems very, 
it seems unnecessary to list uh, the events of uh, of our journey from Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael uh, in that in that way. It's it would seem much more straightforward to just tell us all the things that Hashem did and that we have to thank Him for each and every one. So Rav uh, Yashiv Zatzal explains in his Agada that there is an important idea that we learn out from Dayenu, from the concept of Dayenu. Uh, each event that's listed in the Song of Dayenu provided us with a new degree of freedom from the Sheba Mitzrayim. First coming out of Mitzrayim, uh, the Makos crossing the sea, getting the Torah, getting different aspects of the Torah, coming into Israel, finally building the base of Mikdash at the end. Each one of these things further separated us from our time as slaves. Uh, but besides for the freedom that each event provided us with, it also gave us an increased level of spirituality. Even when some events on the list seem useless by themselves, for example, in the Song of Te'inu, <coughs> we say that uh, we arrived at Harsinai, and we say if we'd have been at Harsinai without getting the Torah, that would have been enough. Um, so it seems just getting to Harsinai without getting the Torah uh, doesn't seem useful at all. Um, but what we're saying is that each event by itself did have a spiritual benefit. So what is that benefit? So Vyashiv explains like this. There are some people who they reach a certain level of spirituality, uh, a level of understanding uh, and experiencing Hashem, uh, understanding all the kindness that He shows uh, towards us, and they're satisfied. That's good. After a certain point, they say, you know, I'm really happy with this. Hashem has done a lot for me. Great. That's it. They have no reason to move forward, to look forward to new levels of spirituality, which is not how we live life. We have to live life on a constant level of growth, on a constant uh, journey of growth. We can't stay where we are for too long. We have to keep looking forward to more spiritual opportunities. And we learn that from Dayenu. There are some people who are Dayenu people. It may really have been enough for Hashem to take us out of slavery without giving the Mitzrayim the Makos. Right? He, maybe he didn't have to actually give them the Makos. But we can't think like this. We have to move on from stanza to stanza, from leaving Mitzrayim to the Makos, to, to going to Harsinai, to getting the Torah. Each, even though each act brings us to a tremendous level of spirituality, an understanding of Hashem that's so much greater than the previous one, we can never be satisfied where we are. We can't stand still in our pursuit of spirituality, even though the place where we're holding currently could be more than we ever imagined we would get. The Dayenu people, though, they say, Dayenu, that's enough. And after finishing the song of Dayenu, the next paragraph comes in and explains this, me explains this message clearly, that each kindness that was done towards us, that was done to us, was appreciated, is appreciated, and is something that we need to thank Hashem for every chance we get, even nowadays. We can't be Dayenu Jews. We can't be satisfied with what we have. We can't look at our the place that we hold in the spiritual realm and say, you know something, if I didn't get anywhere else, that would be good enough, because it's not. You have to be very, you have to be amazed with where you are, but you can't stop. You have to constantly look forward and want to gain more spiritually. So as we celebrate our freedom on Pesach, we have to understand what, what does freedom mean? Freedom means that we have opportunities that have come 
to the, to us because of the fact that we were free. And one of those opportunities is the ability to experience Hashem in all His greatness. And every single thing that He gave us, every single uh, event that He put us through, allowed us to experience and uh, allowed us to experience the, His greatness and gain those levels of spirituality. And how can we say Dayenu? How can we ever let any sort of chance like that to just slip through our fingers. So let us take this lesson of Dayenu into the Seder and through the entire holiday of Pesach and really understand what it means to be free and really know what all the miracles and all the stories that we hear about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and the, the whole Pesach story really affect us and allow us to grow spiritually. Chag Kasher Vasameach. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, you can email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter includes the written version of the Svar Torah, as well as an MP3 download of this podcast. You can also get this podcast by going to iTunes and searching the Amem Torah podcast, or my name, Yosef Siegel. The podcast can also be downloaded from my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where you can also learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Ashkafa. The written version of this Dvar Torah is available at oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. That's where the Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind blog is hosted. Please check out the Nation's Wisdom Project by going to nationswisdom.blogspot.com. And you could also find us on all of our various social media pages, facebook.com slash amemtorah, and Twitter at Amem Torah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, have a great Shabbos.